high pitching, so he was up top and he was upset about something, just yelling down at people, just get out, like just talking crazy, cussing people out. So I switched positions with the guy who was working under him. So he's still up there yelling, saying all this, I'm gonna come down there and make you do this, I'm gonna come down there and make you do that. And so I'm just sitting there in my mind, everybody who knows me, I'm just like, okay, this dude needs to just stop talking before I, but I couldn't think about that, but the Lord quickly brought to my mind the previous Sunday, somebody who worked at UPS with me, they were actually here at Agape on that Sunday night. And I had saw him when that particular situation had took place, so I thought if I would have acted ugly and got in my flesh and went up there and told him what I thought he should do, then I would have lost the witness. Another thing about being unashamed, if we're ashamed of Christ, we can't win souls. People want to see a change. Um, the world is used to seeing people who are hypocrites in the church. And I don't want to be a hypocrite. I want to win souls. I want to please God. I want to do everything that I can do to make sure that I make it to heaven. Because unashamed, like I said, it's not a declaration we make with our words. It's a lifestyle that we live. Uh, we have to live a lifestyle to please God. We can't live a lifestyle to please man. Because like I said, Matthew 10 and 28, fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and the body. And before I close, I just want to encourage somebody. You might be at school, at work, amongst your peers, amongst other people, and you may not have been acting unashamed for Christ, and they might be looking at you like you're worldly, just like them. I just want to encourage you, like, just don't give up and give in to what they're saying. You can still come back and show them the way that they're supposed to go and be holy and show them God-like characteristics in yourself because God, he'll use you. If you let God use you, he will. Even though you're in a situation um, where people don't like you and even the scripture says that they will hate us um, for his namesake, we still have to hold strong to it. Yeah, and the last thing I wanted to say is how Jesus tells the disciples on two separate occasions that we will be hated for his name's sake. And when, growing up, when I always hear the word hate, it's like I know it's somebody that like strongly like dislikes you. And I used to really, I used to have a problem with that. When I find out that somebody didn't like me or hate me, I would always try to go to that person and try to get things right. And I know like um, the scripture talks about like if you have an all with your brother, go to him, you and him alone, and like settle that. But the older, the older I became and I noticed that people didn't like me just for the fact that I want to serve the Lord, I had to learn how to just brush that off because I'm all about pleasing God. I'm not trying to please people. So saints of God, we just have to be unashamed for Christ. We can't, we can't be ashamed to um, show um, the God-like characteristics in us no matter where we go, in the school, in work, amongst your peers, even in the church. I know it's easy sometimes to come in here, and not, not for all, but easy for most you see everybody in here praising God, and it's easy for you to jump in, clap your hands, and join in. But what happens when you leave church? What happens when you leave church and go to work or go to school or around your family and nobody's praising God? God wants to use you to be the witness to everybody else to possibly win them over to Christ. Amen? Amen. Well, that's all I have for you. God bless you, Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everyone. I would ask, when I ask.
ask you all to turn to Luke 23, Luke 9 and 23. And he, and he said to them, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take himself, take up, take up him cross daily and follow me. So it basically is saying that it will cost you to walk with God. They that live godly shall suffer persecution. Don't be ashamed of Christ or he will be ashamed of you. So if you go out and you're ashamed of living for God and you're not doing well, you're not doing what you need to do and you're not pleasing God and you're letting other people take control of your salvation and how you're letting people overrule you and how you feel about your salvation or what you believe in, God's going to be ashamed of you. God wants us to not be ashamed. Like, even now, people have come up to me and they've been like, you know, I see something in you, like Jamal said. He said, when you truly have the spirit of God or if you're unashamed, people will see it in you. And... Um, I was at school um, a couple weeks ago, and one of my teachers that came up to me, and he was like, you know, I see something in you. And he said, he said, I don't know exactly what it is, but I believe that God, that you have God. And I told him, and I'm unashamed of it. So when you're unashamed, you're not ashamed to tell people that you have the Holy Ghost. So I went up to him, and I said, you know, there's nothing but God. It's the Spirit of God. It's Jesus. God is the one that's you know, helped me, and, you know, that's what you see is God, and I, th I thank God for that. Um, it's a, I want to go to First Timothy 6, 2 through 4, and I'm going to read um, the, the New Living Translation, and I want to do a, a KJV up on the screen. In the KJV, it says, who gave, him, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testif um, testified in due time? Whereunto I, I am ordained and preacher and an apostle. I speak the truth in Christ and lie not, a teacher of Gentiles in faith and verily. I will, I will therefore that men pray every where lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. I'm going to read the New Living Translation of 1 Timothy 6 and 2 through 4. It says, if the, ma if the masters are believers, this is not excuse for behind for being disrespectful. Those slaves should work all the, all the harder because the efforts are helping others believe who are, who are well loved. Teach these things, Timothy, and encourage everyone to obey them. Some people may contract our teachings, but these are the wholesome teachings of the, of the Lord Jesus Christ. These teachings promote a godly life. Anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. Such a person has unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments, ends in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicions. So, in the Bible it says, God wants us, it says, it doesn't matter what other people think about the word of God. 
don't let don't let other people discourage you and make people feel different and don't make people be don't make people or allow people to be let you be ashamed of Christ. It says also make sure you have an understanding of what God has said in his word. Don't go out and give a, a false words. Don't go out and not tell the truth of what God has said in the word. Make sure you understand that what God has so that when you can go out and you witness and you be you tell other people in the world about the goodness of Jesus that they'll understand and that you're not telling them wrong. And then you can promote them with a godly life. Um, I'm going to do um, 2 Timothy 1 and 12. For this which cause, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am never, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed and persuaded that he is able to keep the, that which I have com, com, committed unto, unto him against the day, that day. So, don't be ashamed in your suffering. In your suffering, praise God through it and trust in God, and that He'll help you and He'll keep you. Don't let you know if you. If, if you don't do anything, make sure you go to God about the situations that you're going through. Make sure that, you are that you're not ashamed. Make sure that you have faith. Faith without works is dead. You gotta put forth faith. You gotta put forth work. You gotta work forth to what you want in life. And you gotta honestly trust God and depend on God and do what you need to do. Work with your faith so that whenever, so whenever something happens in life, you don't have to worry about it. You're not going to be ashamed about it because God has already handled it. Uh, I want to read Matthew 18 and 18. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So if you do something on earth, Whatever you bound on earth and whatever you don't let go, it's not going to help you. When, if you have something on your mind and on your heart that you can't let go, like Jamal said, you're supposed to forgive others. Forgive people who have maybe treated you wrong or done something wrong. Make sure that you don't let that affect you because that's, you, the Bible says we have, to be, we have to forgive in order to be forgiven. If you don't forgive people or whatever happened, you gotta, you're not going to be able to be forgiven for what you've done. So just, you know. You will gain in heaven if you do what you need to do. If you, let, if you let loose of what you need in life or whatever you don't need, let loose of it, let God take control of it, then you're not going to have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. That's God's situation. Now it'll help you gain in heaven. Um, I want to read Revelations 5 and 5. Um, and one... And, and one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open this book and to loose the seven seals thereof. So I know this is talking about the sealed book, and, you know, it's not really talking about being unashamed for Christ. But it means, you know, even if you're unashamed, don't weep about a situation. Let God take control of it. You know, whatever you're going through, praise God and know that you will win through what you're going through. Um, you know, sometimes it might feel like you don't know what you're going through. It might feel like, like, you know, you're sealed in. You're so stuck that you can't, you know, you don't know what you're doing. And you just, you don't understand. But just know, you know, that you can go to God. Don't weep about a situation. Go to God. Talk to God about that situation. He'll help you. He'll keep you. He'll take you through the storm. 
You know, I was, talk, I was telling Jamal, you know, sometimes it might feel like you're just so far in the darkness. And it's just like you don't even see God. You don't see anything. How God can just bring you back to that light. And you just, you see what God has revealed some things to you. That's how it was with me. You know, I had done some things um, these past few weeks, and I just, God revealed some things to me. And he said, you know, stop going back to things that's not going to help you. If, if, if you got something in the past that's not going to help you, don't keep chasing after it. You got to turn away from it. Keep going in the other direction. Don't keep going into that darkness. You got to keep going into the light. And keep going to where God wants you to do. Keep t stop taking those steps back. You got to keep moving forward. Even though, you know, some things might be in the past that might have hurt you, but you keep going. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't give up. You got to keep going. I just want to read uh, Romans 1 and 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Greek, to the, to the Jewish first, to, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Um, don't be ashamed in your suffering. Praise God. So even, you know, even when you, uh, I'm sorry, God's salvation is for everyone. Being ashamed can't stop others from from learning about God. If you are ashamed, that doesn't mean that somebody else on this world, in this world, can't help you. That doesn't mean that somebody else can't go out and be a witness unto the people of the earth and help them just because you're ashamed. But if, if you want to be able to do things in life, you gotta go and stop being ashamed about situations and let stuff go. Don't be ashamed about God and how other people think about you. If you wanna be that light, you gotta, you know, don't, don't, don't be ashamed. You gotta keep going. Keep talking to God, keep praying, keep fasting, keep reading your word, keep doing what you need to do so that when somebody needs your help and when somebody is the down or depressed and they're, they're down and out and they don't know what to do, you can help them. Um, um, I just want to talk about some of my personal um, experiences with being unashamed for Christ. Um, not too long ago, I was in school and I was... I was in my first period, which is help. And um, my teacher, he was basically, you know, he was basically saying some stuff to me that I knew wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And I knew that it wasn't right. And I, I, I just knew that he was wrong. So, you know, I was, you know, I was respectful and I listened to him. But, you know, he, what he was telling me, and he, we was having a godly conversation with, with one of my teachers and I knew he was wrong. So I had pulled out my Bible and I just started talking to him and I told him some things. I mean, my Bible app on my phone. And I just told him some things and I started reading with my teacher and you know, he began to understand some things. And I was talking to him and this, I, I missed my whole pass, uh, passing period because I was talking to him and I was late to class, but it don't matter. Uh, so I got a tardy, but it don't matter. Uh, so I was, I was talking to this teacher and, you know, he just began to understand what I was telling him. And he knew exactly, he, he didn't know at first, but now he has an understanding about what I told him. And now he realized what is right. So, like, going back to what I said, make sure before you go to somebody else, make sure that you understand your word and that you know what your word says. Make sure that even through what you, even through, you know, even through what you're going through. You know, I was talking to Brother Gabe and he said, life is like a test. It's like, you know, you're taking a math test. And... You know, in this case, spiritually, it would be a test. You know, you might be suffering, 
or you might be in pain. But you know, based off of that study guide, that study guide is going to help you through your test. So you know, in this case, the Bible will be your study guide so that you know, if you keep praying and reading your word, and if you keep talking to God, you keep fasting and doing what you need to do that's going to edify you, if you make your first foundation with God, then whenever the test comes, based off of that study guide, in this case, your word, you'll already be, you'll understand the test. I just, I thank God. You know, God has been good. And, you know, I just want to encourage you all, don't be ashamed. Don't let other people, you know, encourage, uh, don't let other people take you down and try to make it seem like something's wrong with living for God. You keep going. You keep fighting. Make sure that God is your first foundation. Don't give up on God. Even if you might be in that darkness and you don't know, you can't find your way out. You can't see nothing. Just talk to God. Get down on your knees. Surrender to God. And you'll promise, you'll see that light. God will reveal some things to you that you didn't understand, but then you'll have a clear understanding of it. I just thank God for what he's doing for me in my life. And Jesus, um, God, God bless you. Good job, man. Let's give them both a round of applause. I thank God for these brothers. They did an excellent job. Excellent job. Um, so <laughs> I, I thank God. I thank God. I can tell he gave both of these brothers strength up here. I thank God just talking to, talking to them before, you know, they came up. Um, Brother Andrew said he was a little nervous. And so, you know, just try to encourage him. But I thank God he, he, he act like he, he done done this before. <laughs> So I thank God for these brothers. Um, but just to wrap it up before we um, do altar call, I just, I just want to encourage not just the youth, but everybody in here. I thank God even for the older saints. You know, you guys, you guys help us as a youth. You know, you encourage us, you teach us. Um, and we have some excellent, excellent, excellent uh, brothers and sisters in the Lord that the younger generation can look up to. You know, I tell older brothers all the time, you know, the, the, reason, the reason I can do the things that I do and be a good father to my children or uh, be a, you know, I think I'm a good husband to my wife um, or a, a good child of God is because I have many older brothers and sisters that I can look up to and that I can talk to and that I can get advice from. And so I appreciate the older saints in here. Like Brianna said, the ones that bring their children to church and bring them to young people. And I thank God for our pastor that he just you know, just blesses us um, in this department and, and what, whatever we ask for, um, majority of the time he approves it. So I thank God for what he's doing. I thank God for each and every last one of you. Um, again, I, I thank God for these brothers for, you know, taking the sacrifice and just coming up here and, you know, just putting themselves out there uh, for the Lord. And I thank God for that. You know, that's what it's about. You know, you might be nervous, um, but that's okay. You know, you might be nervous to stand up and testify, but that's okay. Stand up, close your eyes, do what you got to do. You might, you might be nervous that, um, you know, you're sitting with your friends and no one else is up praising the God and, and worshiping, but that's okay. You stand up and, and praise God because nine times out of ten when they see you do it, they're going to get up and do it. So I just thank God anyway for what he's doing. I appreciate him, and I'll turn uh, the next portion of the service over to the minister um, that's going to... Lead us out of here. Good brother Jason. Old faithful brother Jason. <laughs>
Amen. You could have done altar call. Amen. Amen. Let's go ahead and stand on tonight. Is there anybody here that needs salvation, needs to repent of their sins, needs to be baptized or filled with the Holy Ghost? The altar is open for you at this time. Amen. Is there anybody here today? Amen. Or perhaps somebody's heard the word, some of the young people on tonight. I thought they did a tremendous job today. Amen. Amen. Like old pros, Brother Armand, like I said, my Brother Armand, you probably old pro too, could have led this altar call today. But maybe somebody in response to the great word and uh, from hearing it from your peers would want to come and respond uh, to this at, for this altar call right now and receive some prayer. Amen. So that you can go to school, go to work to your respective places, or maybe even to your home, be unashamed for the Lord. Amen. How many want to be unashamed for God today? Amen. Amen. It's a lot easier when you're amongst your saved peer group, but what happens when you go to school tomorrow and you're the only one that's trying to have that light? Amen. Or when you're at your job, amen, and you're one of the few that's there. Amen. But God's going to have a people. God's going to have a people. Amen. I've been in this church long enough. I'm going to say this, and I guess we can pray. Um, and I'm just asking the Lord to help me to say this the way I would like to say it. But I've been in this church long enough to see a lot of young people. Um, and thank God some of them are still here. Amen. And have grown up and have beautiful families. But there's others. Amen. That have been absorbed into this world. Somehow gotten just sucked back into the to the this worldliness that we see out here and i would want to see i don't want to see any other, i don't want us to lose any other young people amen make a long story short i don't want to see us lose not another young person to this dark world amen so let's pray on tonight for these out here under the sound of my voice maybe some older saying Caesar says just stretch your hand out right now amen i feel like hold on before we pray is there anybody else amen today amen that wants to come to the altar Amen. In Jesus' name. Lord, let's pray. Father, we thank you and praise you. Oh, God. Father, Lord God, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Even before we pray, somebody just thank the Lord for what we saw tonight. God, I thank you. Lord, sincerely, Lord God. Father, I'm exposed to a whole lot of young people, Lord Jesus, that don't know you. Before I open my mouth to even ask you anything, Lord, I just want to tell you, thank you, Lord God. Thank you that you have a people, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for these young people who have decided to serve you, Lord, even from their youth, Lord. Father, Lord God, there's teenagers here, even some, Lord God, that are not even even today's yet, young 20s, Lord, that have already have a made-up mind to serve you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I pray, God, that their faith would not fail. Hashataya that you keep them, Lord God, that you preserve them, Lord. Hallelujah, that you, Lord God, place a hedge around about them, Lord. Guard their heart and their mind, Lord, from evil influences, Lord God. From this dark world, God, keep them from falling, Lord. God, establish them, Lord Jesus. Help them, Lord God, to build, Lord, the house on the rock, Lord. In the name of Jesus, keep them, Lord God, in all their ways, Lord, as they go, Lord, to school, as they go to work, or even into their homes, Lord. I pray, God, that they would keep you on the heart and mind at all times, Lord. I pray that the Holy Ghost will stand up in them, Lord. When they feel outnumbered, Lord. When they feel like there's more who are living for darkness than are living for light, Lord. I pray, God, that they would be that light in the name of Jesus. I pray that you would even help them, Lord, to make the right decisions and the right choices, Lord. Even when it's convenient to do wrong, God. 
Hatabaye, Ila the Messiah. Lord God, preserve him and keep him from the evil one, Lord, and let him live a life that pleases you. I pray that they would be saved, God. I pray, God, that we would see him in heaven, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you, Lord, for those anointed speakers that we heard tonight, Brother Andrew, Lord, Brother Jamal. Lord, even bless them, Lord. Continue, Lord God, to use them for your glory. I pray, God, that you would even help them, Lord, strengthen them.